Welcome back to our uh, third episode. I can't believe it, man. It's it's flying by. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, the first two episodes were both really good. Uh, the first two were one was uh, college, second one was NFL. This one is NFL mock draft, and uh, as the draft is not till April, we just, uh, even though it's a good distance away, we decided we would uh, still just go ahead and try to give our picks and um, see what y'all think. And uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and get um, started with it. Um, we're going to do, he's going to be doing even picks and I'm going to be doing odd picks. So that means I got the first pick in the draft. So I have the Jags, the Jaguars taking Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan, the defensive end. Um, Aiden Hutchinson had a Heisman caliber season. Uh, he uh, played really, really well. And he had deserves certainly to be the number one pick in the draft. So uh, that's my pick for number one. Number, with the second pick in the 2022 NFL draft, I have the Detroit Lions selecting Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end out of Oregon. Just due to that pure skill factor, he might have had a good season as Aiden Hutchinson. He battled injuries throughout the season. But he just has so much skill and potential, off the charts athleticism, unworldly strong. So this man has a very good shot at being a great defensive in the NFL, and then he needs to work on maybe a little bit of the fundamentals of it, which that's easy. So high upside pick for the Lions. He's gonna he's like one of the safer picks in this draft with the most upside. All right. For a Lions team that doesn't have much, Kayvon Thibodeau could turn them into a pretty good defense. Well, you just stole my pick for the third. Uh, I had the Texans taking Kayvon Thibodeau. So let's see. I'm going to pick Evan Neal for the Texans. Um protect whoever their quarterback will be next season, offensive lineman uh, from Alabama, Evan Neal is. Uh, he had a great season, um, and a lot, oh, offensive linemen are the top position in the draft every year because they're so valuable. And um, good pick for the Texans, and I'm sure Davis Mills, if he's going to stay, is just praying that this is actually what happens. Cause, um, I'm pretty sure he's tired of getting knocked on the ground constantly. The Texans offensive line has been horrible. So, yeah, I'm just going to go with um, him at the third pick. With the fourth pick in the 2022 NFL draft, I the New York Jets selecting cornerback Derek Stingley from LSU because corner is their biggest need on this football team. And Derek Stingley, probably the most skilled corner that we've seen in a long time coming out of the draft. Great ball hawk skills, fast. He can make some hits. Very, he's actually better in zone coverage than he is against man, which is crazy. You never hear that from a corner. No, right. Like he can cover zone and man. Good press. He's fast. He's strong. He's like a Jalen Ramsey if you get him the right develop. If you develop him right, he can be like Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he he definitely has some really good physical tra- traits as well as um, football traits on the field. Uh, good talent, and he's. He hasn't necessarily had like a an an insane like season in terms of producing at LSU or past seasons, really, in my opinion. But he's he's shown that he has the traits of an elite cornerback. So um, anyone that drafts him, they can just develop him. And yeah, the numbers might look down on the stat sheet because teams aren't throwing near him. Right. Yeah, it's true, and that's you. You gotta um, think about that when you're talking about cornerbacks because. Um, most cornerbacks, if you're a good cornerback, a good quarterback is not going to throw to a good cornerback side of the field. So, um, 
But yeah, I just got to factor in those uh, numbers and stats into it. Like in the LSU game, LSU Alabama game, Bryce Young was not throwing the ball to Jameson Williams because he was guarded by Derek Singley. Yeah, and Jameson Williams is their best receiver. So, you know, obviously that's why they put him on him. But um, let's see. Jameson Williams is – oh, no, that's not my – actually, yes, it is my next pick. Uh, segues beautifully to my next pick. Uh, pick number five, I have Jameson Williams going to the Giants. At, uh, he is a great receiver. He's had yes. a good season at Alabama. That guy is fast. Um, not as fast as – it's debatable if he's as fast as um, Jalen Waddell. But, I yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, he's, but he's fast, still fast. And he has really good hands and, um, ball skills. He has, he's not really the guy that's going to go up and high point the ball and bring it down. He's not your 50, 50 guy. Um, that's, uh, Alabama for Alabama last year. Let's see. Who was it for Alabama last year? That was, would you say that was their go up and get it guy? Cause compared to Jamison Williams, Jamison Williams, just your speed burner, run down the field and catch a deep pass. Probably like they're tied in Jalen Billingsley. Yeah, yeah. And also John Mechie was kind of like that, but like his is more like catching it contested, not going up and getting it, but catching it with someone on its back. Right. Yeah. They're both so really this, good in that respect. So with our sixth pick, I got the New York Giants selecting the first quarterback off the board is going to be Malik Willis. Well, not the the Panthers. Okay. The Panthers. So the Panthers select Malik Willis just because this kid has so much speed, great arm. He's smart. He has. He's not gonna get in trouble off the field, as we can see. Yeah, he's good. He's going to be able to lead this Panthers team. This potential could lead this Panthers team. I know it's a bold take, but to the Super Bowl in a couple years if they give him the right development. Yeah, I agree. This guy, this kid has extreme potential. Like some of the most potential I've seen in a quarterback ever, but the people are concerned with his, his, he's a high risk and high potential prospect. So he could come in and he could fail miserably because, you know, he needs a lot of work and polishing. Um, but I agree. That's a good pick. I think the, if the Panthers do take him, if they get a good QB coach around him, get some good guys around him, he could really develop into a great quarterback. And also with that Panthers team, he also has all those great weapons and a good coach and a good scheme. And Joe Brady can Joe Brady developed Joe Burrow. Right. But the thing is, will Joe Brady be there next year? Because he he left the Panthers. So. Oh, he left the Panthers. I don't even know that. Yeah, he uh, after one season he left. He may come back. I don't know. I can't remember if he was fired or not. I I don't think he was. I think he just he left. wasn't fired. I just think he left. I think he, yeah. didn't he get a. I think he went back to college and get a head coach job. He's looking he? for one. No one's hired him yet. Um, my my Miami Hurricanes are in the mix for him, but I don't think we'll get him. Okay, so uh, for me, the next pick is pick number seven. Uh, I have Kyle Hamilton, uh, safety from Notre Dame, going to the Giants. Uh, the Giants are so bad this year. They have two picks. So, I thought the Jets were at, the Jets were at seven. I thought. Are they? You're right. They are at seven. Okay, so I have it's probably the same thing. Going to the Jets. They both need they both need secondary bad. They so. both do. You're right. <laughs> so it's it's debatable who needs it more, but uh, 
I think the Jets. Good the Jets can walk away with Derek Stingley and Kyle Hampton in the same draft. It's success. Yeah, no, that will really be a good draft for them. All in the first round. That's that's really good. And um, Kyle Hamilton is a type of safety who's really good. And um, actually, it's kind of weird because he's he like a lot of safeties nowadays. They like to play like down by the line and blitzing, and that's what Kyle Hamilton's specialty is, in my opinion. He's really good at playing near the line of scrimmage and then um, blitzing or disguising that he's blitzing and then um, backing it off and dropping into coverage. And that's what's made him so good is his ability to disguise him, disguise what he's going to do, whether he's going to drop back and play his own or he's going to blitz the quarterback. Um, and he's uh, had really successful and uh, good career in college from being able to do that well. So my thing about Kyle Hamilton is like this – if you watch the game, if you watch his tape, you see how fast that kid really is. Yeah, he is. That kid can fly. Yeah. Like, he's probably one of the faster players in this draft by far. Yeah, I agree. He's um, – and fast for a defensive player too because when you think about defensive players, do you think about them being fast? I think about some of them being like corners being fast and so not necessarily like safeties and stuff. Yeah, right. I see yeah. safeties like – the big burly safeties that hard, like the hard hitter safeties. He does that well too. Right. Yeah. True. And that's and he weighs uh, two nineteen, which is a little bit more on the wiry side for a safety. He's six two two nineteen. Six four actually. My gosh. He's he's big. He's big in the secondary. I saw a guy uh, a couple years back. He's I don't know what happened to him, but he was like six six as a recruit coming out of high school at safety, and I'm like. Anyone trying to throw over the top would just get picked off immediately if that guy has good hands. <laughs> or they'll get a swat, bro, because he's yeah. so tall. Right. It would be easy for him. All right, your pick with, next. With my, eighth, with my eighth pick, the New York Giants are going to select Ikeem Akawu, offensive tackle out of NC State, because they need offensive line bad, yeah. like really bad. If they're going to rock behind Daniel Jones, then you're going to have to really get him off into line. Or since Saquon Barkley to get back, you need someone like Akeem Akonwu. Probably one of the hardest names to say of all time, but yeah. he's, a power, he's a pure power blocker. He's 6'4", 320 at offensive tackle. He can maul people. He was pretty – he was all ACC first team this year. Yeah. So – Really he, good. he turned that NC State team into a really good NC State team, so I think the Giants should select him. Also, his his skill set ranges too. He's a power blocker that can still he's a run blocker, but he's still good in pass protection. And he's and he's fat. He's really fast for an offensive tackle. Yeah, he's strong. He's, so you should really watch the Giants. Should really look at him for just needs because they need everything at this point. But just get do. the easy one. Like take the safe guys like him. He doesn't really need much development. He just no. needs, like, a little rail around his technique a little bit. That's really it. Right. All right, so uh, the pit for the ninth pick in the NFL draft, I have Kenny, the first quarterback off the board for me, um, Kenny Pickett going to Washington. Not doesn't need as much development as some of the other guys in the draft, like Willis or um, Corral, but uh, he can just come in and sit behind Taylor Heineke. For- With my 10th pick, I have the – Atlanta Falcons selecting 
Jordan Davis, defensive tackle out of Georgia. They need a defensive lineman in this draft. Bad. Like, they can't stop the run. And so they can get Jordan Davis, one of the best run stoppers in the country this year. They will be good. They'll, they'll be better, at least. Because him and Grady Jarrett inside can be a really good duo. He's very, he's very skilled. He needs to work on his fundamentals a little bit, like being a more fundamental D lineman. But he's fast off the ball. He's strong. He can bull rush everybody well. He's pretty good. He's a good defensive tackle. That, that Atlanta needs that defensive tackle for the future. So, Falcons, look out. Please watch, dude. He's right but he's right in your backyard. You can scout him anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be, that would definitely be a good pick for the Falcons as uh, they're definitely in need of some. Uh, anyone, offensive, defense, they need a complete rebuild in my opinion. Okay, so my pick uh, for the 11th pick in the draft, I have Garrett Wilson um, from Ohio State, wide receiver, going to Denver Broncos. Um, they have some Jerry Judy, uh, good receivers, um, but whoever their quarterback is going to be next season is definitely going to need the help. So, And I think Garrett Wilson does not need much development at all. Great, He's already a great receiver, great ball skills, and he's shown that at Ohio State. So. Um, he'll be able to come in and be a great option for, again, whoever uh, Denver's quarterback is going to be next year. All right, so with the 12th pick in the NFL draft, I have the Minnesota Vikings selecting DeMarvin Leal, defensive tackle from Texas A&M, because that, he is very strong. Athletic, good, good fundamentals. Probably the more well-rounded D tackle, but less potential than Jordan Davis. But he has a lot of potential still. I feel like he can be, he can very well fit that Vikings defensive system. But with no matter who their coach will be, because any coach will want someone like that six three, three hundred and thirty pound D tackle right at the middle. That's fast and strong. So he can definitely help stop their leaky run defense. That. A lot of this season, a lot of the times, allowed running backs to go crazy. Their pass rush will help with him too. He's a really good pass rusher. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, both. Yeah, he's a good, really good pass rusher, and uh, be a good choice for uh, Minnesota. All right, so for the 13th pick in the draft, I have um, Ahmed Gardner, quarterback, a corner cornerback, uh, going to. The Browns, um, they drafted um, who? Uh, Greg. Greg. What's his face? I can't remember his name. He's a cornerback from. Greg Newsom? From, yeah, Greg Newsom from. Yeah. Um, Northwestern. Northwestern, yeah, thank you. For last year, um, he's a good pro. That was a good prospect. Turned out well for them this year. And I think this will be a guy who uh, will turn out well for them again. I don't know a whole lot about him um, other than he is a really good um, press man coverage cornerback. Um, and it'll be a good pick for the, uh, for the Browns and help their secondary out a lot um, as they've struggled. Um, but the thing we all know the things that the Browns, the thing that Browns really need is um First, for Baker Mayfield to stop sucking so bad. Um, and if that doesn't happen, then they need a new quarterback because I don't see – if Baker Mayfield doesn't stop being so bad, then I don't see Baker Mayfield leading them to any playoff playoff bursts in the come upcoming years because this season was pitiful. 
Like, it started off okay, but the further and further it got into the season, it's just some of those throws were like, why? Why did you throw that? That was so bad. You played almost the entire season with a torn labor, and that probably explains a lot of those missed throws. True, true, but... That surgery might that surgery could end up fixing him. You know, he, he showed he was good until he got hurt. Yeah, so we'll just have to see what happens next season. Fine, so the 14th pick, I got the Philadelphia Eagles selecting Christopher Olave, wide receiver from Ohio State, because he is probably the best receiver in this class, most talented Probably the most – he's definitely the fastest receiver in this class. Kick and fly. He's good route runner, very good good catcher over the, good catching over the middle. Reminds me of a really good – he's probably going to be a really good slot receiver year one. He's going to be like this year's like Jalen Waddle where he came on like halfway through the season probably. With Jalen Hurts getting to throw – getting another weapon to throw to, you know, behind that good offensive line, they can run the football already. Get him a couple more. Get another weapon. That Eagles team is going to be dangerous next year. Yeah, and Jalen Hurts is still developing into what I think is going to be a really good quarterback next year. So we'll see what happens with them. Okay, so with the 15th pick in the uh, NFL draft, I have um, the Saints taking Tyler Linder Linderbaum. I'm not, I don't know. I'm I butchered that. I know, but um, let's call him Tyler, um, offensive lineman from Iowa. Um, as we saw from the Dolphins game and many games this season, the Saints <coughs> offensive line is horrible. Um, it's really, really bad. Uh, not as bad as some of the like some teams like the Lions or um, the Jaguars, but um, the it's still, too. it's pretty bad. The Dolphins. Okay, Dolphins line ain't that good. We're we're pretty bad. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, they definitely need some help, and this guy is, in my opinion, the best. Um, lineman in the draft he's uh, even better than um let's see who did you pick at first I'm with the lineman uh oh yeah Ian Kongwu or yeah, Kongwu. From NC State with the All 16th right. pick in the 2022 NFL draft I got the Baltimore Ravens selecting I forgot I forgot who I was about to say my bad um Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson University Really good corner. Corner, they fell apart this year at corner at the end of the season. Getting another good corner in there. He's good ball hog, really fast. He's probably the best tackling corner in this draft. Like, the best come out, make a, make a play, and, like, that, like in the fly, he can make a, good tackles. He doesn't miss a lot of tackles at all. Really strong. He's by second best corner in this draft. He good. He's not as good as um, – Derek Stingley in the zone coverage, but I think he can match up with him man for like with man coverage. Impress. He's definitely one of the better corners, probably the second best corner in this draft. He pro- he will definitely be a good a good player for the Ravens. Ball hawk to play with play alongside Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. Yeah, and and that's adding to an already um, really good um, Baltimore secondary. Um, although it's been riddled with. COVID and injuries, uh, injuries this season. But still, next season, if they if they still stay healthy, they're probably the best secondary in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, one of the, one of the best. Yeah, maybe not the best. That's debatable. But it's often drop there. Yeah. Um, okay, so with the 17th pick in the NFL draft, I have Pittsburgh taking Matt Corral um, as their quarterback. I see Mason Rudolph maybe starting next season, and Matt Corral sitting behind Rudolph. 
But if Rudolph starts to play bad next season or if he plays good, it doesn't matter. Um, I still think Matt Corral is going to get some playing time his first year. And the second year, I think they might start Matt Corral if they uh, see good development in him. And uh, they'll be he could be um, a good long-term solution at quarterback for um, Pittsburgh. Or he could be a complete flop. Who knows? But um, I really like his skill set. He um, is um, an underrated runner. He's an underrated uh, dual threat guy in the draft. Maybe not as good as a runner. Is definitely not as good as Malik Willis, but still a good, good with his legs and also um, really good passer at those intermediate throws. Like some of those threat slants that he throws, there's uh, linebackers right in front of him and he just fits it right in. Um, he throws some beautiful throws. Has great accuracy. Um, he does need to look to work a little bit more on the deep ball and kind of recognizing the safeties over the top, I think. But um, that can be worked on and developed. So we'll see what happens for him and Pittsburgh. And he has a really good guy to go against in practice. He's going to watch out for Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, him. right. A ball hawk in the secondary. That he, he'll, learn, he'll learn fast. He will. He will. All right. So with the – what is this, the 18th pick? Yeah. So I got the Las Vegas Raiders – selecting George Karloftis, pass edge rusher from the University of Purdue. He's not he's not the fastest guy. He's but he's one of the he's probably the strongest pass rusher in this draft, like power moves, strength. He's gonna be he's he'll be a good addition for this Raiders team that's abysmal at rushing the passer. Because we've seen like against teams of good quarterbacks like Mahomes never was rushed one time by the Raiders all season. Yeah, that'd be a good pick for the Raiders. Yeah, it will be. It will be. And hopefully help them out a little bit on their defensive line. So, with the 19th pick in the NFL draft, I have the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to go Drake London, actually. Um, All right. Receiver. And he will be uh, – they, they kind of need the help. Um, I know you you've picked a receiver for them, but uh, he be a good receiving threat for Jalen Hurts and um, just all around – um, he hasn't really had as productive of a season as like guys like Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson have, but you know he's still a good wide receiver and um, he can develop into being a good wide, a good uh, threat for their team. I think that would be a good pickup for the Eagles. Philly fans would be happy with this draft. Yeah, I agree. Number pick number twenty, the LA Chargers. I got the Los Angeles Chargers selecting Jaquan Brisker, strong safety out of Penn State. Because he's not just a strong safety, he can play all over the field. He can make some. He's a big hit type guy. He he has injury problems. A little. He's a little bit of injury problems, which which a lot of he just. No, he's not weak. He just gets hurt because he goes up and makes some big plays. The Chargers could use somebody like that to stop the run. Their run defense is awful. I was only Jaquan Brisker playing that safe, like listed as a safety, but playing like a box type of safety. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Derwin James probably be a good box safety duo. They can just use Jaquan Brisker all over the field. They can bring him all on the outside outside linebacker like on blitzes because he's really fat. He's too fast for offensive linemen to hold. All right, that's a good pick. I think um, they definitely need some help and uh, the secondary and all around on uh, defense. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Pick number 21. Let's see. I got Nicobe Dean being taken linebacker from Georgia. 
Um, he so showed, the Eagles again? Yeah, it is the Eagles. They've had so many picks. Um, this is from. <laughs> Dude, they're going to be. If the Eagles get this draft, Eagles fans will finally be happy with their GM. Yeah, right. I mean, they've tr- they've traded away everything um, past the first round. So we'll see what happens. And uh, I think if they do pick up um, the Kobe Dean, it'll be a really good pick and really good guy that can anchor their linebacker core, a young linebacker core um, for the for the Eagles. And also, um, the Kobe Dean is he's not really your type of guy. He's not the guy that's going to drop back and play coverage for you because uh, he's just not, doesn't have the football IQ, I think to do that, but he does have the um, football IQ to know when there's a run and he's going to come up and thump you at the line. That guy hits hard. He's um, he, he would scare me if I was a running back. Um, Only guy who shouldn't be scared of him is Derrick Henry. (laughs) I'd like to see Derrick Henry uh, put him in his place a couple times maybe. And, uh, Stiff arm him, give him a signature stiff arm move. Welcome to the NFL, the Kobe Dean. All right, so the 22nd pick, it's your Dolphins. I got them selecting Charles Cross, offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. Offensive line is still a big need in Miami to protect whoever their quarterback will be. If it's going to be Tua, it will be someone else. That'll be, they'll need whoever is going to need offensive linemen to protect them. And Charles Cross. One of the actually one of the younger players in this class, only a sophomore, a redshirt sophomore. He has a lot of potential. He's six five, three oh five, a little less burly than the what's I can't I'm not gonna be able to say that guy's name. I can't say it again. The guy I picked for the Giants. So oh, he yeah, yeah. he's gonna be really good pick for the Dolphins. Great pa- great in pass protection, run blocking, can use some work, which he'll get better at it as his career goes on younger guy to go to go along with a pretty young Dolphins roster. So help help develop Tua and himself. Okay, All right. so uh the twenty uh twenty-third pick. I have the Patriots picking up Jahan Dotson. Ah, that's a good pick. From Penn State. Um he's shown <coughs> um immense skill at the position um at Pitt at um Penn State, he's been a great threat for uh, their quarterback, and he's shown that he can not only be your speed speed guy, but he can also um, blow by uh, blow by your quarterbacks. And he's uh, when he blows by your quarterbacks, or or even in good contested coverage, he's shown he can go up and grab the ball and bring it down, and he can make those tough those tough catches. And so it'll be a really good pick for the Patriots. Hopefully a safety net will become a safety net for Mac Jones and um, someone who he can consistently throw to and will just be really productive for them. So the 26th pick in the 2000 and yeah, 24th pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Arizona Cardinals selecting offensive line, offensive tackle Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. He is, if you've heard about him before, you've heard how physically gifted this kid is. He is six foot seven, 330 pounds, and he can run, and he ran a 4 8 40. Yeah. This kid, he can get in front of Kyle, he can keep up, he can keep up with Kyler Murray if he needs to. Right, and he's, uh, help, help protect him. 
read option, let Trevor Penning get in front of Kyler Murray, let him pancake some corners. Yeah. Be a good pick for him. No, the Cardinals will find a way to mess that pick up. Oh, there yeah. we go. I'm sure. They're, they're bad at developing developing picks. Well, that was actually the only pick that I've seen in a long time developed by the Cardinals has been Kyler Murray. Yeah, I agree. And He, he didn't really need honestly, much development. No, he was already just yeah. that good. No. Okay, so for me, uh, the 25th pick, I got George Pickens being taken. Who's pick 25? Yeah, pick 25 for the Bills. Bills. Uh, yes, they need receiver. They do. And George Pickens has been a really good receiver. He struggled with some injuries over the over the years at Georgia, but he's just shown that he has the ability to be a good second guy for uh, maybe second guy, yeah, behind um, Beal at the Bills. All right, that makes a lot. That's a good pick for him. I like that pick. As a Chiefs fan, I don't like that pick for the Bills, but it's a good pick. Yeah. Because now we have to stop George Pickens. Great. Right. <laughs> good luck to our defense. But, yeah, um, bad enough. Chill out, bro. It's not that bad. <laughs> All right, with the 26th pick, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I hate this team now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So you don't want to talk about your loss last week, huh, that I predicted? No, no let's not talk about it. All right, let's just keep going. Let's keep moving <laughs> on. <laughs> I got the Bengals selecting Jermaine Johnson. No, no, that's that, that that my next pick. My bad. I got them selecting Kair Elam, cornerback from Florida. Really, he's lengthy. He's a lengthy type corner. He's six foot two. They need they need length. They need like they need a second another secondary piece, and because they already have they have a good secondary. Pieces like Je- like Jesse Bates and Mike Hilton, but they need like someone who can turn into a superstar outside of Jesse Bates. Which Kair along, he showed good potential this season at times. He made some good plays on the football. He got burned a couple times. I take he bites on double moves bad. So he just needs to work on that really because he's already he's six three the wings six two the wingspan is six four at corner. So yeah, definitely can definitely go on the guys who can guard on the jump ball guys for a team. Yeah, he, when they put the Chiefs, have him try to guard Kelsey or something. Yeah, and uh, no one's really been able to do that um, successfully. Never. Before. No one has. It's weird. Yeah. Okay, so at pick number 27, I have the Cowboys taking David Ojabo. Ojabo uh, I don't know how you Great say pick. that. Linebacker from Michigan. I know I know. it's David Ojabo. Yeah. Ojabo, okay. Um some interesting names in this year's draft. Yeah, right. Um, I feel. I think uh, he'll be a good, really help out Michael Parsons, who doesn't need help necessarily because that guy has just come in and blown everyone out of the water, then showing everyone that he's easily the best linebacker in the NFL as a rookie, which is something I don't think I've ever heard before. A linebacker, a rookie linebacker. That is this. That's crazy. Yeah. He's only twenty. He's always only twenty-two years old, and he's already this good. I think he's like twenty-one. And he's already in the defensive player of the year discussion. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get a couple of them things. He is. Adding at about, I like that pick. Adding a rusher beside him, so teams can't like because down the stretch they've been solely focusing on Michael Parsons. Like yeah, or well, this guy um, down. And also for this guy, um, David Ojabo, he's really good in coverage too. So he's um, a really good zone man, zone coverage linebacker. So if you have Parsons uh, rushing rushing the quarterback, 
and they got to focus on Parsons, but then the quarterback also has to focus on where is um, David Ojabo in <laughs> secondary and just uh, try to become a game. That'll become a game. Where's David and where's Mike? We've got to yeah, watch out. I'm, the first game I've seen of Michael Parsons all year was when he played the Chiefs, and when he cha- he literally chased Mahomes down. Yeah. <laughs> and forced that strip sack. That wasn't even a bad play by Mahomes. He just got chased down. <laughs> and Parsons is fast, too. I mean, he's like – he flies yeah. to the ball. I, I'd love to see that with also David Ojabo. He's also not a bad pass rusher, and he's really fast. Of course, he's got more of the like, risk-type, like, risk, high-risk, high-reward picks again. Because he doesn't have as much technique as he would want early in his career, which that can definitely be like his pure athleticism alone would be enough to make him some plays in his rookie year. Yeah, he just needs right. more development, which that's what Dan Quinn that's what Dan Quinn can do really well. He look what he did with Michael Parsons. Right. Yeah, he developed uh, Michael Parsons into the best linebacker in the league. All right. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are up next on the clock. Uh, this is an interesting pick, but I have them selecting Sam Howell, quarterback out of um, North Carolina. I know it's interesting because it's not a need for them at all, right? right. But let Tom Brady, letting Tom Brady develop Sam Howell, they go from Tom Brady to Sam Howell, and Howell got, I think, honestly, I think Tom Brady has another year, two years left of them still. Yeah. But Tom Brady's going to play until he's like 80 years old. Probably. Uh, but no, I, I want to tell you he gets hit one big time, and he's going about this. Nope, I'm too old for this. I agree. I like that. Just waiting for Aaron Donald to blow him up in the playoffs one time and make him think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's a good pick for them, getting Sam Howell to help get developed by Tom Brady because I know it's interesting to pick a quarterback when you don't need one, but they definitely will need one. I think two two years from now, because that's when I think Brady is going to go off into the sunset happy. Right. Uh, and, having but, a quarterback, like, well, the two of Mahomes didn't need a quarterback at all still. It's Alex Smith good quarterback. Now this, he's going to be gone next year either way, because he was either going to be a free agent or trading. So they went and got after the quarterback. And look, what the, look how it panned out for them so far. True, true. All right, so Sam, I feel like Sam Howell can be a really good quarterback in the, in the NFL. He has good. He can see the defense good. He's tall. He is. Good. He actually has really. He's actually kind of fast, too. Yeah. Not as big as an arm as you'd want from him, but he's good enough to end up. He's he'd be good enough quarterback for the Bucks. For all that talent, he can still be a really good QB. I agree, and uh, what better time to select a quarterback? Um, rather, it's better to. Pick one two years um, before you'll need him, then pick him a year before you'll need him. Because uh, just Cause because two years learning behind Tom Brady can turn you into a star. Yeah, exactly. Everyone, every rookie quarterback wants to sit behind Tom Brady and learn from him. So if I was a rookie quarterback right now, and I was playing for the Buccaneers, I would be everywhere that Tom that Tom was. How do you do this? How do you do that? Try to do everything just like him. Right. Because look, what, look what he's done in his career. Literally, I was like that court, like that pesky little annoying rookie that follows a veteran quarterback yeah, all day. Right, and it's that's kind of like what Tom did too when he first came to New England. That's what Mahomes and Alex Smith. Literally, Alex Smith said there was never a place in the in the facility where he was that Mahomes wasn't there too. Yeah. Right. Okay. It really just takes a good – being a good quarterback, it takes actually wanting to learn behind a star. 
Exactly. Like Dwayne Haskins, even though he didn't want to sit behind Case Keenum, if he would have fought around Case Keenum, he could have took some of, the, some of Case Keenum's game and applied it to his own. Yeah, now look where Dwayne Haskins is. He might be the quarterback of the future in Pittsburgh. You never know. True, true. He looked good in a couple games this season that he got in and in. Yeah, he did. He just needs to get his off-the-field stuff fixed and focus on football, and he might be a good quarterback. If he, followed Big ben, if he follows Big Ben around, he honestly could have been fixed. You never know. True, yeah. All right, so the 29th pick, also oh, Chiefs. <laughs> yes, I have your Chiefs taking Drake Jackson, a linebacker. Um. I like that pick. <laughs> yeah, y'all need a little bit of help. Um, yep. Linebacker position. I agree. You don't have anyone at linebacker. Um, but Drake but Nick Bolton, bro. Don't disrespect him like that. He's <laughs> good, but I just I he was, need bro, that he, second guy. This, yeah, we do. He's, a, he's been the second best rookie linebacker by Micah Parsons. Yeah. And Drake Jackson is um, like out of USC, team. and he's big. He weighs 250, so um, 256.4, oh, so – Six foot four, two fifty. That guy is gonna be able to reach up and just swat down anything you throw, try to throw over his head. So he, um, he can be the next part of the sack. He can be the next employee of Sack Nation that Chris Jones. Yeah, created. right. Yeah, just blitz. Uh, Joe Burrow. Jones. Yeah, I, I felt bad for Joe Burrow. You know they got the win, but dude, he was on his back all night. Yeah, he was. It was. It was sad to watch. So you go ahead now with your thirtieth pick. All right, Lynch. Oh, the 30th pick, that's the Detroit Lions again getting a pick. Originally the Rams. Yeah. I have them selecting Henry Toto. Henry Tutu, I don't know how to say that last name. It's really weird. Toto, Toto, I don't know. Toto or something, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, here's them a lot during the national championship game, then we'll figure it out. Yeah, him and uh, Aaron Rodgers should be best friends, Kovito and Toto. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> he was a – he is 6'2", 228. He came to Alabama after going – originally committing to Tennessee. Commitment issues? Yeah. I yeah. think so. But seriously, this guy can be a star in Detroit with Dan Campbell. He has all the potential. He's really – he's not as fast as you'd want out of a middle linebacker, but – he can he can still he can develop speed yeah yeah he's only twenty he's only he's a junior he's only twenty like twenty one years old so you'll get him for a good ten years not ten years like seven years in Detroit well, he has a potential to be a really good linebacker they just need to develop him the right way there's more about a potential type like a potential pick because they already have they have two potential picks because like they're the Lions they just need stuff right and if I'm the Lions. I wouldn't really be going for those potential picks. Um, I'd be going more for the guys that are ready to play and play well for me. But yeah, like Henry Toto, Henry Toto or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Henry Toto, if you listen to this. I just want to say your yeah, name. Yeah, we're just butchering your name. Also calling you – never mind. It's Henry can be a really good – he's good right now. Needs development, but he can still play really well right away, I believe. Yeah. He just needs to be in the right system, which I think Dan Campbell's defense can fit anybody in the right system. But he can be a star in this league. But all about really how he's developed and how much they actually let him play out the gate. Yeah, and with these rookies, especially linebackers and guys that are in the secondary, um, they need to be kind of played right away because just getting practice time is not really going to be enough. They need to get that full NFL experience just to see – 
and be able to learn how to read the quarterback and read the plays. And there's nothing like there's nothing like in game experience for a rookie. Um, you can practice all you want and show the teach them the playbook all you want, but uh, you still need to give them some playing time. Exactly, he needs playing time. Yeah, like because look at corners that get playing time right away. They don't. They might not have the best rookie year. But look at him. Like Jalen Ramsey played right away, had a rough start. All right. True. Yeah. Right. And then look at him now. He's a ball hawk safety. I mean, not safety corner. You just don't throw the ball near. Yeah, you don't know he's there because no one throws the ball to him. I'm terrified of Jalen Ramsey. If I see him on the field, if I'm a quarterback, I see a corner like Jalen Ramsey on the field. I'm not throwing him. I'm not throwing the near him. No. Uh, yeah. You're not getting anything thrown near you, bro. The only guy who uh, Jalen Ramsey should be scared of is Tyree Kill, just because Tyree Kill can just run. What about Adams? Or, yeah, true, true. John Adams owns him, low-key. Yeah. He stunned him last year in the, in the divisional round. I want to see that rematch. It's probably going to happen, NFC Championship. Uh, prediction, it, that's mine. Are, are you predicting that the Bucks are not going to make it to the NFC Championship? With all these injuries and all the drama going on right now, I just don't see a way that they can overcome all this. All these injuries. It's not like they're, st- they're the, probably the best team in the league like overall. It's yeah. just – Injuries hit them at the wrong time, at the wrong places. Like running back, it's replaceable, so you don't have a third receiver or a second receiver to replace AB. True, true. You're rocking out there with Serial Grayson and stuff. He's not bad. He's good. It's just like it's just not AB. We do know with Tom Brady though. Um, Tom Brady seems to make this stuff work when it doesn't seem like it should work. So we'll see. I what just happens. don't. All right. Um. So for my pick, thirty-first pick in the NFL draft, I. Traylon Burks, wide receiver for... Dang it, that was my pick for the Packers. <laughs> uh, wow. All right. I'm going to go with Traylon Burks um, out of Arkansas. They didn't really use him a whole lot just because Arkansas is a, more of a run-centered um, offense. That's a but, great pick for the Titans. Yeah, they need the help at um, for A.J. Brown. Because Julio's old. Yeah. Julio's He's old. He's old as dirt. And A.J. Brown's really their only other receiving threat, so... Julio Jones is at this point in the NFL career considered ancient. Yeah, what is he, like 31, 32? 33, yeah, actually. That's crazy. Yeah. He still produces when he needs to. True. He does. Uh, but you, you don't need the guy that produces when you need to when you, you need him to. You need the guy that produces on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. that's, that's why I think Trey Lumberts could develop into becoming. Um, so that's my pick for 30, the 31st pick. All right, so my third for the thirty-second pick, I got the Packers selecting. I got the Packers selecting. As far as this guy didn't even, this guy hasn't gone yet. That's this is crazy. He should have went earlier. Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. He should have went. He should have went in the top fifteen, in my opinion. He slipped oh, out man. the top fifteen because no team needed a linebacker. But they really, Packers don't necessarily need a linebacker desperately. But at the end of the first round, great value with the top 15 talent in the draft. Great speed, great tackler, great ball hawk. This guy can turn into a great linebacker, and Green Bay could use one. Yeah, they they definitely could. And um, he's he slipped out of the top 15 also because he had one productive season at Utah, I think, in my opinion. But he still can develop into being a good good linebacker. Yeah, he's more of one of them high-risk, high-reward picks. Because the yeah. Packers don't really need anything. Right. Well, they're going to need stuff next year. But, like, 
linebacker will it's not their biggest biggest need but it's just a need that fits right there with someone who can develop so i will this so this episode was brought to you by your co-host jacob kelso and your host william merritt yep thanks for listening guys we'll see you in a week probably uh, we're gonna get this episode up and uh again it'll be found on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. um Podbean and wherever else you can find your podcast. Again, thanks for listening. And oh yeah, also we have a Patreon now. Go find us on Patreon. Touchdown takes. Um, you can uh, for uh, like ten dollars a month. You can get behind the scenes footage. You can get listen to an episode early. Um, you can go and support us on there. And good. So thank you guys good. for listening. Um, you guys have a good week. And whenever you're listening to this, God bless. Stay safe. And have a happy... Keep um, number one. Keep him. Keep God number one. Everything else will fall into place for you guys. Yep. All right. Have a good week. Yep. Peace out.